Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. So I'm going to talk about prayer. I thought that was a good topic for a prayer and praise night. It's awesome to see you all here tonight at a prayer and praise nights. We do these every few weeks and I, I really enjoy coming to these. Lots of fun. You know, the Bible is full of scriptures about prayer. It's all through the Bible. And 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 16 to 18 is one of them. It says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Another one, Philippians 4, 6 to 7. This is a great one. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 1 John 5, 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. That's encouraging, isn't it, when it comes to prayer? And there's so many great scriptures, but I really want to focus on Matthew Uh, 6.6, Jesus is saying this. This is what he says. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. That's pretty cool, isn't it? As I said before, you know, tonight is our prayer and praise night and and we like to call this corporate prayer where we all come together and we, we pray and we praise. But I want to remind you about private prayer. What Jesus said in Matthew 6, 6, private prayer or your quiet time or whatever you want to call that. And one of my points for tonight is prayer is good for our spiritual health. For our spiritual health. You know, we need to develop a personal prayer time with the Lord. A personal prayer time. We need to develop that. I believe it's vital in the life of a Christian having a personal prayer time. And, you know, Jesus is pretty clear about personal prayer time. In that verse, he says, go into the room and close the door. That sounds pretty personal to me. Then he says that your father sees what is done in secret and he'll reward you. I think that's pretty cool. You know, Jesus prayed a lot. This is a great one. Mark 1.35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus did a lot of private prayer. And he did it early in the morning. A lot of us don't like to hear that. <laughs> early morning prayer. But, you know, that's when most of us could actually make spare time. Could actually make some spare time is just setting the alarm that half an hour earlier. Jesus is our role model. And he prayed in the morning. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> you know, you can change your body clock. Um, if you go to bed earlier, eat healthy. Don't have a coffee after about 9 o'clock, unless it doesn't affect you, but it does me. Wake up earlier. If you do that for three months, I guarantee your body will start to just get in a habit and it'll actually start to like it. You know, I was the worst morning person for 20 years of my life. You can ask Dad. He used to have to kick me out of bed for everything. Seriously, I was the worst. Until I got a job and I started, you know, going to bed earlier and eating better and waking up earlier and the body it started to change and now I'm a morning person you can ask Lydia <laughs> she hates it it's hilarious I'm like no, 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 just chattering in the morning at like 6 o'clock and she's like just just shut up <laughs> Shh. I can't handle that many words at this time of the morning but I wasn't a, I wasn't a morning person and, you know you can change that except on my day off you won't 
you won't get me up out of bed before like nine o'clock. My phone will be off. You've got to find what works for you, okay? In your private prayer, you've got to find what works for you. And don't feel guilty about not praying if you don't do it. If you don't pray, like, I used to do that and you feel bad, but oh, I don't pray. And, and oh, and you get in this guilt cycle and then it just keeps you away from praying. It's so weird. I just set my alarm 45 minutes earlier and I just start doing it. And I've been doing that for about six years now. And it was just like, I just made the choice. And when you do it, it's, it's just cool. Um, yeah, when I decided to make that choice, I, I really started to enjoy it. Now, it's, it's just a part of my life now. I really enjoy it. But it's out of relationship. It's not like just this duty, re- religious law. It's out of relationship that we do it. Not because we have to. But I, I do believe some of us need to change our mindsets to, to private prayer and that sort of thing and, and need to understand the importance of personal prayer. Pastor Robert Madu, some of you might know him, he says that private prayer is like brushing your teeth. You can go for a while without brushing your teeth, just like you could pray. You could go for a while without praying. But after a while, your teeth will be pretty bad. And it's the same with prayer. You know, when you don't have a secret prayer time or you don't develop prayer and reading the Word and all that sort of stuff, you start to smell like the culture of this world. And you find that the fire inside starts to get a little bit less and you start maybe swearing or doing the old things that you used to or fighting or watching things you wouldn't normally watch, losing your temper or talking about others and gossiping. You know, people who don't pray gossip. I heard a pastor say that once so long ago and I was like, I never thought about that. Because if you have a problem with someone, just go to God with it. He can handle everything. You can just be like, man, this person's so annoying. Why are they doing that? Why are they this? Why are they that? You know, and like you can just let And once you've done that, you, you don't want to talk about it anymore. You just let, and then you pray blessing and then you move on. People who don't pray gossip, just throwing it out there. <laughs> if you fail to brush your teeth in private, you'll be publicly humiliated when you open your mouth in public because you failed to practice private hygiene. And it's the same with prayer, I believe. If you fail to pray private, it will start to show in your public life. Another picture is you, uh, you charge your phone at home in private. Your phone, everyone's got a phone. Can't live without it. Um, you charge your phone at home in private in some back room so that you can use it throughout the day in public. You pray in private in some back room so that when you go out in public, you have the power of God on the inside of you to handle the day. Just another picture. Some people work with pictures. I work with pictures. So. Public power is connected to private prayer. Uh, Bill Johnson says, Once you kill the lion and the bear in private, God will trust you with killing Goliath in public. Think about that one. We need to line up our private life with our public life. Private prayer helps us deal with the flesh so much. Our old nature that's always there every single day. We wake up and there's our old nature. It's just there, isn't it? It's just for everyone. And I find that private prayer is just like just like nailing that, that flesh down and going, okay, God, I'm going to go for you today. I thought I'd just be really practical. This My second point is how to develop private prayer time. You know, we, sometimes we just talk about what we should do, but I'm just going to give you what I've sort of done over the last sort of few years. You might not like it. It might not work for you, but this is just how I sort of do my private prayer. Um, you might pray more or less, but I pray about 30 minutes to 40 minutes, about five days a week in the mornings. Get up earlier. That, that's sort of what I do for my private prayer time. I fast every Wednesday lunch and pray through that. Sometimes we do more fasting if... You know, we do something through the church, but that sort of thing I do every week. Also just praying throughout the day and speaking in tongues, all that sort of stuff. 
Like I said, there's no right or wrong way. I'm just giving you sort of what works for me. Um, but I thought I'd break down a bit of a, a 30 minute to 40 minute sort of prayer session. This is sort of what it looks like for me. I like to start off with a couple of worship songs. For me, that just wakes me up. A couple of worship songs in the morning. Um, just worshiping and thanking God, speaking in tongues, whatever, just praying. Uh, then I like to confess scripture over my life and positive words and just, just building up my, my inner man, just building up. I mean, when you don't feel like it at six o'clock in the morning, just building it up. Some of it's actually written down, so I'm just confessing it, so it's getting into me. Then I'll pray for friends and leaders or needs, that sort of thing. That's sort of the next thing I'll do. Then I might thank you with another song. And then sometimes I'll sit quietly for a couple of minutes. Sometimes I'll put the timer on for like five minutes and just be like, okay, I've got to try and sit there and not say anything. I'm thinking, hmm, that dinner was good last night. Wait, 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 yeah. Like seriously, it's so, you think you're like, it's so hard to just chill for a bit sometimes. But Koji, that's a good thing to do. And that's pretty much it. And then as I'm getting ready, uh, you know, uh, making lunch and all that stuff, I'll just have worship music on or stay in that atmosphere and, and thinking about that. Then I'll read, um, I always read the Bible with, with breakfast. Bible and breakfast go together for me. And then after that, uh, I'll write down uh, what I got out of the Word or if God spoke to me, sometimes He does, sometimes He doesn't. And that's what, sort of what I do most mornings for me. And that's, like I said, I started doing that about six years ago. And I, I really noticed just a, just a freshness to my walk. I don't know, it just really helped me. But it's not like, I get up in the morning and then I've put God in this one-hour box. Like, okay, God, I've, I've given you that one hour and, and I'll see you tomorrow at six. Like, imagine if I did that to Lydia. You got one hour of, of my time and then I'll see you tomorrow. Like, no, no, it's not like that. I find that prayer in the morning helps me hear His voice better throughout the day. That's what I find. It just sort of wakes me up and sets, sets my spirit, like my antennas, ready to, ready to go. That, that's for me personally. Another picture here is for our spirit, Praying and reading the Bible is like food and water for our body. If we don't eat food and drink water, we die. If we don't regularly read the Bible and pray and worship, our spirit, it just, it just sort of shrivels. Another structure, just so I'm finishing up, another structure I like to use is the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, I'll read it out for those who don't know it. It's our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from the evil one for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever, forever and ever. Amen. So I like to break that down. I like to use this as a structure, practically praying. Some of those words are like, huh, what does it even mean? So our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. That just means praise him, lift him up. Just before you're asking for any needs, it's like, God, you're amazing. I thank you. Before like coming and going, God, I need this. It's like, just honor him. He's, he's amazing. He's awesome. He's a king of kings. Start just with lifting him up. Then that kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that's just asking for his will in your life, for healing as it is in heaven on earth. That's just like, God, like, it's, it's awesome in there. Can we have some of that down here? Um, this next bit, give us this day our daily bread. I used to think that was just like food, like just physical food. But I believe it's physical and spiritual. You know, we need fresh food in the natural. We all know that fresh food's good. It's good for you. But we also need fresh food spiritually. And I believe that if we carry the fresh fragrance of Jesus, people will follow us. You know what it's like when you walk past the Baker's Delight or something, you're not even hungry, you're just walking, then, oh, they're cooking that cheese and bacon roll. And there's a guy, you know, like, it's, it's, it's hooked you, hasn't it? It just, you just, it's like that. 
Our lives should have the fresh spiritual bread that draws people towards Jesus that lives inside of us. We should have the aroma of Christ everywhere we go. Exodus 16, 14 and 30, it's the children of Israel when they were in the desert. They had to go pick up fresh manna every day, which speaks of bread. The bread is manna. So they had to pick up bread. Otherwise, it would go off. So they had to get it fresh every day. They couldn't just go and store it all. But on the sixth day of the week, it's interesting, they could get enough bread to last two days for the Sabbath so that they could go and praise God, which is like church. The picture I get out of that is that church is the day we go, our church is not the day we go to get our spiritual bread. It's a day where we come together to celebrate what God's done throughout the week in your workplace, wherever you are, the stories of God's testimonies, of people's testimonies. Um, church is, is not where we come to get fed. It's a rest day to thank God for His goodness. The rest of the week is for us to go out and get our own bread spiritually. If we got fed, if we only, only were getting fed on a Sunday, you're only eating spiritually once a week. How do you think you'd go if you only ate once a week? Anybody here? Once a week? Physically. Like once a week. Like, you know, I think we'd all be probably pretty skinny, pretty not very healthy. Daily bread is our responsibility. Spiritually, it's our responsibility. Sunday, that's where we come and just have a big party and celebrate the week and get inspired for the week to go out and transform Harvey Bay. And the next part of that, moving on, run out of time. Forgive our debts as we forgive others. That, that's just forgiving others. God, I forgive them. And Lord, help me forgive. It's just asking for forgiveness. That's that next part. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Well, that's just asking God to help us overcome the works of the enemy. He's inside of us. And then at the end for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. That's just praising God again. Start with praising, finish with praising. It's just... It's just a great structure. I really, I like that. So to break it down again quickly, it's praising Him, then asking for breakthroughs, then asking for fresh bread spiritually and physically, uh, then forgiving others and asking for forgiveness, then asking for help, and then finishing off with just praising the King of Kings. That's just some practical things that I felt for tonight, a bit more teaching, but that's just what I felt. Everyone's different. You've got to find out what it is. Some people go running and pray on the beach. Some people go riding on their push bike. It's different for everyone. This is what I find works for me. Keep developing your prayer life. It is essential in the life of a believer. It charges you up. It really charges you up. And finishing on Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. It's a promise. If you seek God, if you go after God, you will be filled to overflowing with His goodness, His peace, His joy, His freedom, and His and just everything. It's awesome. Why don't we pray? God, I thank You that You're amazing, that You're the King of kings, You're the Lord of lords. God, we thank You that we can have a relationship through You, through Jesus, Lord, through Jesus. God, I just pray that You'll help us to keep developing our prayer time. God, to keep developing that quiet time where we listen to Your voice. God, we thank You. You're an amazing God. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.